It's Wednesday. Hello, everybody. Uh-huh. Women working women Wednesday. Wednesday. What, what? Oh, yeah. Women working Wednesday. Hump women day. Wednesday. Women crush Wednesday. Yes. This is your midweek delight. The hoops talking. Oh, 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 oh hello. Okay, a little sexual early on. That's <laughs> hey, it's 6.30. It's dinner time. Come on. Come on. It's We're... afternoon, evening well, delight, yeah. you know. It's it's definitely an explicit show. We're all adults here. We're all getting our hump day always, on. We always got our e-badge on the pod, you know what I mean? <laughs> Warning. Karen, how are you? Girl, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready for September. I'm ready for October. There's some good things happening in those two months. Oh, there are some good things happening in those two months. Definitely. I'm excited for that too. And you know me, I'm a hu- I'm a fall season woman. You know. I already got my PSL the first day, girl. Oh, did you? Oh, you know I, I have one. That. I have one right down the street. I'm going to get one. And I got a cold brew with cold foam PSL. They got, you know, they Wow. Trying to they keep up with the time. They're getting fancy. Yes. Well, fancy I, basic. I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely, definitely a basic bitch when it comes to a PSL. I will fucks with that. Same. I'll fucks with that shit. No Uggs, Uggs, oh, whatever. I love a pumpkin spice, and as I know, there's no pumpkin in it. Yes, please, no one jump into our chats and tell me that there's no pumpkin in that. I get it. I 100 percent get at it. us, right? <laughs> but yeah, I do but like jump it. on the chat, <laughs> right? I do love uh, the fall weather that we're heading into. September is going to be great. It's also, you know, a lot of things, like you said, happening. Um, One huge thing happening is the Good News Radio Showcase. Yes. That is September 14th. It's a Saturday. And you got to buy your tickets because they're going to sell out. And then you're not going to have a ticket. And what are you going to do? You're just going to be outside. Yeah. Trying to yeah. buy a ticket and no dice. Yeah. Um, and then anyone, listeners outside of Cali and L.A., where is it at in Los Angeles, in Hollywood? It's going to be Hollywood. Yeah, it's in Hollywood. It's at, I think it's called a theater called the Met Theater. There you go. Yeah. We have uh, we have information on our Instagram and Twitter. And then you could also visit the Good News Radio Instagram handle. They have a link in the bio, as well as the Good News Radio um, Instagram app. I'm I'm sorry, Instagram. They have a link in their bio too. But we're always putting it out, and the whole Good News uh, Radio programs. They're going to be there, so they're putting it out on their um, social handle, so you'll be able to see it in the links. Super exciting. The tickets are ten dollars each. I think they're two for fifteen. So buy two. Yes. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. <laughs> bring your boo. Yeah, do that. Do bring your mom. Bring your dad. Bring someone. It's always better in twos. Anyway, it so. is. Yes, agree. So that's going to be great. Um, what are some other things happening? Well, in September, um, I have my international park. Well, yeah. Oh, your anniversary. It is my anniversary. It's your anniversary. <laughs> Seven years, I think. I think we determined Ooh, it was seven years. Seven. I know, lucky number seven. Well, anonymous Nix is on the on the chat, so Maybe I think he believe can it's seven. Seven years. Seven years. Um, let's see what else is going. Oh, so we want to make sure 
that you subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Play because Karen wants everybody to remember we're also on Google Play. <laughs> SEO, baby, SEO. <laughs> but we're we're thinking about maybe doing a little like fall competition starting September first. Yes. So yes. Keep tuned in to our Instagram handle or. Um, we'll talk about it on the podcast. It's in the works. I don't know. We say we're going to do a lot of things because, and then, yeah. And then we don't do anything. Happens. <laughs> <laughs> so don't hold hey, us to it. Us, yeah. If you need us doing this pod, you can't expect us to do everything else. <laughs> oh, that's so true. There's only so many hours in the day. Right. Um, so yeah. So stay tuned, uh, subscribe, stay tuned for potential, uh, September con- contest um, to, you know, b- happen at the end of the month, which would be International Podcast Day. We're going to try to do something there. Yes. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Hoops Talking. It's been fire on those channels. Well, Twitter, I've kind of slacked off on Twitter, but I've been trying on Instagram a lot more, so I'm really happy there. Um, and Karen, you're always fast and furious on the Twitter, especially, you know, mm-hmm. all, during shows. Love the so that's good. And then also our website, thehoopstalk.com. We've actually, our info at hoopstalk.com is how you can email us if you want to get in contact. We've had some people contact us on some collaborations, on potentially, you know, working with them and just like in general. So if you want to email us, you can email us there. If you want us to do a shout out or happy birthday or yeah. something. Send us money. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to send you cash app uh, account. Fund fund our passions, fund our lives. We're okay with that. But thehoopstalk.com is play, is another source where you can find some of our merch and links and what have you. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm always excited for September. It's a good month. It's a good time it to is, start. It is. And then <laughs> September means October's coming. And you know what that means? Bye. Well, NBA basketball season because we do True. have NBA season. Yes, you're right. You're right. So because we do have it's stuff going season on all year. Yeah, it is, and that's actually really good that you brought that up because we're going to be talking about the N- the WNBA right now, which I'm super excited about. So let's get going on that. You know, I had the opportunity of joining the wing for an event. This past, uh, was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Yes, it was Sunday. Can't wait to hear about it. It's just beats, man. It was great. It was L.A. Sparks. Um, They beat the Connecticut Sun. It was a great game. It was, I mean, they just really, really beat them. And it was great to meet some more women who like sports and like basketball from the club that I'm in, which is the wing. Uh, the wing is a co-working space primarily for women, and uh, it, it's about getting women together because they feel that women together create stronger and more powerful initiatives. And of course, they also, um, you know, it's also for anybody who is an ally of supporting women and women initiatives. So I took my husband and I took uh, my friend Aww. Kendall. We had a great time. Great, great seats. We were like, I mean, we were very close to the team, sitting behind the team. Um, you know, the one thing, I'm going to call out Staples Center, though, right, a, a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to call them out because we're talking about 
um, the Sparks, I believe, were in third, fourth, third or fourth place in the standings. And they were playing the Connecticut Sun, which at the time were in the first place in the standings. So this is like a highly um, important game. Yes. And this game clinched their playoff right. standings, didn't it? By them winning, yeah. Well, they had already, they had clinched right before. Okay. But right. um, as you noted here about the the playoff format, I know that's a topic that we have for the WNBA, um, it getting the number one or number two spot is really, really important, you know, because of the way that the rules are set up for the playoffs. So suffice to say, this was a really big game because of, you know, what lies ahead in the playoffs. And it was a full house. It looked like a full house to me. It was also um, We uh, we Are Women. It was a uh, hashtag We Are Women game, which they handed out awards to women in the community that um, are supporting initiatives throughout the community. And then they uh, they awarded one big award to one of the women. Um, I think I have it on our Instagram. I might have mentioned her on our Instagram or I'm going to post it on Instagram. But, you know, so there was a lot of big things happening. You got a, a number one seat, number one team, uh, LA Sparks looking to try to, you know, get into the second place or even first place. You have uh, the We Are Women. You have the award ceremony. Um, you know, so many things that were happening and let me tell you, they did not staff the Staples Center at all. At all. That's fucked up. There was hardly okay. no fucking staff at the Staples Center. The poor people that did get staffed are, you know, running ragged at the concession yeah, stands. Yeah, we're going to ask. I almost, I mean, I would say I spent a quarter, one whole quarter in line trying to get like a fucking hot dog. Okay. They were understaffed. Um, oh, yeah. The merchandise in the Staples Center store for the WNBA is like a handful of shirts. It is pitiful. Pitiful. Hey. Hardly any sizes out. Hardly any variety out. Matcha. I mean, this was some bullshit. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. wow. Wow. I can understand if it was like, Sheesh. you know, not. I don't know. I guess I, I all I'm saying is. If there is a game where the Sparks or any of your teams are going into this like playoffs, I'm not saying you, you know, give out, hand out money to everybody there. Or you should have rapid right. lines or whatever, but fucking have more than two people running each concession stand. Have more than three concession stands open. Like they had a, a Wetzel pretzel, this uh, place with the hot dog and nachos, and then some like their front bar open. That was it. That's it. Yeah, and I'm I'm t- I'm not That's even kidding. Staple? Yes. Oh my. Yes. So, come on, do fucking better. I mean, they should have like stuff like uh, jerseys or t-shirts saying "We made the playoffs." You know, playoffs 2019. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Anything. Something. It was sad. So you know, we went with this group of women who were, some were new to the game, some were fans, and they want to go to more games. And when we went into the shop, it's like, oh, well, nothing nothing here. Yeah. It's like we talked about. It's like they want them to fail. Like, yeah. There's people willing to buy merch, buy yeah. more fucking food. Yeah. That would just add to the revenue of this franchise. Yes. And what? Not, what? Yeah. Uh, it, okay. was, it was just, it was disappointing. 
it was disappointing. And I think myself, if I was a player, I'd be like, well, you know what? Fuck y'all then. <laughs> Fuck y'all. If you're not going to give us the same respect as you would any venue, there's probably, if there was a concert at the Staples Center, there'd probably be more staff more and staff. more people, you know? I think like Queer Eye is going to be there and I'm sure they'll be all staffed up and have like, you know, oh, yeah. merch to the rafters and everything flowing. You know, it's just, it was really disappointing and it hurts my heart because, you know, yeah. especially because we, this particular, uh, the LA Sparks, they started off with a very small roster. Candace Parker was yeah. injured. Alana Beard was injured. Yep. They had the shit going on with uh, Requina. And they finally mm-hmm. have a full roster. They climbed up to third place. They clinched the playoff. Right. And then it's like, go like, uh, well, fans, enjoy it. Bring your own food or whatever. Because <laughs> unless you want to wait in line for a full quarter, then. For a hot dog. Yeah, for a hot dog. And, and you know what? Just go online if you want to buy merch. Because we're not going to actually have anything here for you in the Staples Center. It was oh, disappointing. God. That disappointed me. But yeah. the game itself was fantastic. Okay, good. Oh. Good. It was great. Made up for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It it was a great game. They won uh by more, at least 20 points, I think. Um Nice. Wow. It was great. It was great. So, I would say I know that um they're going I think they have four more home games. So, I want to try to go to that. Definitely want to hit up a playoff game, but yeah, I mean, go Sparks. I'm super excited for um to see them in the playoffs. Although, to your point, Karen, there is this uh, playoff format that you have here that will screw three of the league's best five teams. What did you What did you find? What did you see here? Well, first off, just in general, right? Yeah. Like kind Tell of me. backpacking off how disappointing Staples staff themselves. Tell me. I, and even just us getting this agenda ready, I'm trying to figure out what's the playoff schedule because that shit would have <laughs> been published for the NBA months in advance, yeah. and we got what two weeks. Yeah. And all they can tell us is September 11th. Where? Like, I want to buy some tickets. Right. Right. I don't. I can't. (sighs) (sighs) All right. So, and then now it's this playoff format. So where, what um, is it? What's this format? They're going to get double buys. And then everyone, every team has to at least survive one win or that's it. That's it. They just play one team they just play one game and whoever wins that game goes on goes on to the next pretty much is what i'm if you lose your first game you're out like there's no like you know it is the best for the final final it's the best three out of five but like the way they're setting this up is kind of i don't know again it's kind of a bit of a disappointment like yeah. You know when you're, like, being rushed out of a restaurant? Like, <laughs> y'all rushing us out of the arena? Like, do they not, because are they afraid, like, there's going to be some great competition, it's going to be a long series, and then there's going to be a clash with, like, preseason? Right. Right. NBA preseason? I don't know. You know? Yeah, that's, kind of... that's fucking crazy. Because if you had, so, like, let's say right now the Sun and the Mystics have been going back and forth at number one. But mm-hmm. if the if the sun go like let's say the, the the they get kicked out of first place maybe they go to third then that means if they had the best record they would still be in jeopardy of losing all of that work in one game situation yeah wow yep uh, from- so it's like okay 
So two weeks before regular season ends, the top five teams are separated by three games in the standings. So Mystics lead Connecticut Sun for number one mm. by one game. L.A. Sparks Aces trail the Sun for number two seed by one and a half. Mm. And then the Sky are half a game behind them. So in the end, two of these teams must play one and done games. Oof. And then the lowest seed of the group will play two. Wow. That's brutal. So it sucks. Yeah, because Delgon's like, it sucks. You have to play an entire season. You play great basketball, and then you could be out in a single elimination game in the playoffs after all that hard work. That sucks. That really sucks. Wow. Well, I think originally, because when you brought up that you wanted to talk about this, I did just some slight background and I think originally when they in, they instituted this playoff rule or method it was because there was a big disparity between um the the top team and all the rest so also if you think about it they don't they don't have playoffs that are by conference they just do like the entire league yep um, they don't separate and then they just, just go the, the top, top 8, eight. So I think they were doing it because there was great disparity there. But now that, like, you have uh, Vegas, the Lynx, you know, the Spar- I mean, you have a lot more teams that are keeping up above 500. So that, to me, looks like they're going to have to change up that rule. Hopefully. I mean, I hope so, because I think all the teams are b- pretty well matched. So I think it's about right. time for them to look. They need to do a lot of... <laughs> They need to look at yeah. a lot of shit at the WNBA because they the players it. are getting are they're getting better and better. They're re- revolutionizing how the game is being played. The the you got the audience that wants more of it, and the WNBA is just doesn't seem like they're moving fast enough for what this does, and they're going to lose momentum. That's going to happen. Yeah. Although, you know what, I mean, a drawn out like seven game series can be, it's a lot. I mean, we see it in the NBA. So I'm not saying that they have to go to that, but I do think that they need to find a better way to um, not have this method in place any longer. But it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see. I know. I would love, I would love to see what the playoff schedule is. If you're, if you since you're going to be here next month, if it were to happen while you were here, we could go, but we don't know. Right. We don't know. <laughs> we don't even know where. And it's so close. So, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, what else do we have? Oh, so as part of our Women Crush Wednesday, there's a couple of ladies yes. that we want to highlight in the WNBA. And I put one on our Instagram. So, um, Elena Del Don just launched a new shoe with Nike, part of their freestyle. And also Kia Nurse ended up launching a her first shoe with the Jordan brand. And I have a Ooh. little bit here of what Elena was saying. Let's see if Look I can play this. Shoe. I know, it's great. Okay, so this is Elena talking about 
the Air Zoom universe with new fly ease technology. Let's when I heard see. about this shoe, I knew I wanted it on my foot and I wanted to show that a professional athlete can wear it. Male, female, adults, special needs. This shoe is going to work for all. This project started listening to the voice of the athlete. The brief was to design a high performance basketball shoe for Elena, while at the same time designing a product that her sister, Lizzie, could use. We classify a fly ease product as having two out of three design criteria. One is it has to be easy to get into and out of. The second is easy open close. And then the third criteria is the adjustability. So I, the, there's a YouTube video for this. The shoe looks amazing. I will definitely. Futuristic. You don't have, you could slide your foot in and not have to use your hand to like Oh my, I need that because then your nails get messed up when you're like, I know (laughs) you guys, if you've seen my nails, you guys know how difficult it is for me to put on shoes or anything really. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, so yeah, these shoes look really great. They're coming out in November. Um, you know, and this is one of the things I've talked, I talk about this with, you know, friends and family a lot about the way that the world is not made with an inclusive design in mind, right? They, it's like everybody should put their shoes on the same way and they never take into account. It's like, if you don't put the shoes on the same way that everybody else does, then there's something wrong with you as opposed to maybe there's something wrong with the design. And, you know, my grandmother had Parkinson's you know, as, you know, as she was getting older and her hands would shake, right. And she would shake. So imagine trying to put on shoes, you know, or trying to, you know, she would only, could only wear flip-flops or slip-ons at some point. And she was comfortable with it. She knew like that was what she wanted. You know, that was, that was it. But to think about like, people that are younger or people that just whatever they want to wear a fucking sneaker and they want to be able to put their shoe in and out quickly. I myself, um, as as fully functioning as I can be at my age and for, for my health. And I want a pair of these shoes, you know, for just because, wow, you could step in and out of it and you could easily strap it on. I think that it's, um, great. And I'm, it's really interesting. If you haven't had a chance to see the Bryant Gumble episode of HBO Sports with Elena Daldon, it is worth your time to see it. She talks very openly about her uh, sister Lizzie, as she should. There shouldn't be any, you know, hiding. Um, who mm-hmm. all, who um, has had disability. She, ha- she has, I'm sorry, she has, she's blind, deaf. And I believe she has cerebral palsy and autism. And uh, Lena and her wife um, are the prime caretaker. And so when she was designing this shoe, she thought of her older sister, Lizzie. And so that's why you have what you have in this shoe. And I think that it's great to think about, you know, it fits all feet. It's, you know, all different abilities that athletes have. And that's how we should be thinking about everything. I don't yeah. know. I, I just find it really interesting. That's like there's so many people that do things because their body is a certain way. And yet we only make it one way. I don't know. Right. And that's 
diversity and leadership in people who run companies and businesses. And it's just like the lack of not having that experience in your own life. You're not going to think about it. You have tunnel vision. Yeah. So it's, it's, I love it. I love that Nike, you know, Nike's always doing it right. I feel like they're always forward thinking, partnering with the right folks. You know, there's so much within this shoe and the messaging behind it. I mean, even there's just articles about the shoe itself. It doesn't even have tied back to the design doesn't necessarily like their stories that are outside of it being accessible and uh, with Elena's story, because it's just so fucking cool looking. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. The, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm jocking. Right. Shit. <laughs> they look good. They look jocking. good. They do. I am. I'm into them. I, I'm they, they come out in November and I think, you know, if I can, I'll pick a pair up because you know, that stuff sells out fast. Fast. Very fast. So hopefully. And you know, if we're seeing articles and fucking hype beast and right. collection <laughs> and fucking goat, like, oh, you better, better yeah. pop it, girl. You better line up at flight club. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because people with abilities will probably buy it and try to sell it for super exactly. expensive. And then fucking jokers. And like stupid. It's like those people that bought up the fucking chicken sandwich and try to sell it on eBay for like ten thousand dollars. Fucking who wants a stale old sandwich for ten k? Dummy. There's so there's oh, we, takes all kinds. There takes all it kinds. Came back that stupid chicken sandwich came back in the mentions. Um. Uh. So and also we mentioned Kia Nurse. She's slowly becoming the face of Canadian basketball. She plays for the Libs. And she was signed with the Jordan brand alongside her um, her teammate, Asia Durr, and I think in May. I think they launched like a big thing with May with a bunch of other athletes. Um, and she has a shoe that celebrates the her team, which is the New York Liberty. It's pretty cool. It's like teal and Ooh, black. Nice. It's a really nice looking shoe. Um, I believe that launched. So you have you'll have two shoes. Two new shoes that you could cop for your fall fashion on your feet. And I love it. Yes. It, it's these women, man. They're like crushing it. I, I'm, da- I'm I'm glad to see it. Yeah, I'm glad to see it. Win- women winning, baby. That's right. I'm happy to see it. It's good to get a little inclusion there. And they look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely wear those. Some of my when I go get my PSL, be right. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how it's like we're going from women winning, winning to men failing. Next, <laughs> yes. I mean, we. I mean, you hate to see it. You hate yes. to see it. But fact of the matter is that <laughs> this fucking. The days of our lives in the NBA, or as the NBA turns, turns. soap opera. <laughs> God damn. I mean, geez, Louise. First off, we just want to say that Dwight Howard was waived and signed, and he will be wearing jersey number 39. I don't know what it means, stands go. for. I don't know. I don't Welcome know. Welcome back to LA, Dwight. <laughs> I know. Are they going to have a welcome back Dwight sign, like, you know, out on the 405 or what? A boomerang giveaway at, like, <laughs> one of the first season, preseason opener games, oh, boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> a Lakers boomerang. He's back. 
<laughs> they should. That would be that would be very clever. That they should. Um, we'll see. I mean, I would. What? So one of my favorite uh newscaster or journalist is Shannon Sharp because he's such a oh, fucking yeah. Laker lover. Like. He's someone who he just he he loves LeBron and he loves the Lakers and I adore him because some of his statements are so outrageous. So they asked him if what he thought about Dwight and he's like it's the best thing. It's the best thing for them. And I'm like, "Okay. I mean, it's kind of not, but okay, I'm going to agree with okay. him." But it's just funny because he's just uh he's such a Laker fan. I I actually quite adore it. So um, he thinks that Dwight is uh, the best fit, and he's saying that if Dwight is h- half, if if he's at half of what he was, he would still be better than all the other choices that the Lakers had. Oh uh, well, yeah, okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, we on paper, that last episode, yeah, yeah. On, on paper, paper, I'm I. It's on paper, but we'll see what happens. And we'll see if his truly, if his mindset is ready. Has changed? Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Because, you know, I don't know. I don't know, baby. I call out some of these guys that are like, I'm changed, this, that, what happened. No, I don't. If you have to say you changed, you haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my motto. Especially coming from a dude. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. You know what they say when you when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. So believe, believe them, believe them. I don't know. Um, I'd like to believe because I'm a Laker fan, but it's not. I'm not feeling as sturdy in the gut. You know, I'm gonna have to pull tarot. You- you got yes, you do. And uh, what? our buddy Jason okay. on the chat said, "At least he'll be a calming influence in the locker room." <laughs> that kind of emoji. Yes, that face, yes, the uh, all teeth smile emoji. Yeah, that's that's pretty the brutal. Fake smile. I call that one the, the fake, fake smile. smile. Like, yeah, yeah, that's uh, definitely a fake smile or a grimace. Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, you know what? I'll pull some tarot for the players. We'll start doing some tarot pools. Yes, we yeah. gotta do some tarot pools for sure. Yeah, we're going to do that because that will also help with our, uh, predicts for fantasy, for our fantasy league. So get yeah, ready for some, them I'm going to pull, pull some of those tarots. Let's pull the predicts. <sighs> we're going to pull out some predicts. Um, so yeah, so that we'll see what happens there. And you know, it was funny too, because the other thing they mentioned about this Dwight Howard thing is that, oh, well, he had a really good talk with the team. He sat down with the team and you know, they really feeling it. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I so much talk. Shut up. (sighs) And then, I mean, overcompensation. I I feel like it's so much overcompensation. Well, they're trying to make it work. They're trying to fit, a, you know, the square peg into this round hole because they put themselves in a situation where yes. they have, they fucked themselves. They sure did. And what cracks me up, okay, so also fucking Caruso. And I don't want to be hard 
on Caruso. You are. Because I know, I mean, he's a great guy and he's, he's, he really, really is working to get, you know, be a player amongst all that, you know, star power that the Lakers have. But they put out on the Lakers Instagram, like a photo of him at a workout, working out with no shirt on. And they put this fucking weird ass filter, like one of those sepia tone. I was just like, this is the stuff of nightmares. (laughs) Don't. It's like, I don't want, I mean, can you, it was not flattering at all. So Lakers, Uh, I mean, they're just putting lipstick on a pig more and more every day. And I fucking love them. And they're like, you know what? I just got to get into the season. That's it. They're going to run out of lipstick, girl. And then what's next? <laughs> There's a lot of lipstick being smeared all over uh, the team right well, now. Thank God they're in L.A. because they could do a lot of plastic surgery out here. So thank God for that. For piggies. Oh, my God. Uh, so, well, that uh, male toxicity is now back in, in the league with the Lakers. Uh, the other NBA soap opera drama is Luke Walton's oh, no. sexual assault case, which has been dropped by the NBA and the Sacramento Kings due to insufficient evidence. Sports Illustrated actually came out with a in-depth story kind of timeline oh. of this whole thing. We could put it in the show notes. But I think what's really important here is that you know, I don't, I feel like we talked about this a while back, a way a while back when it first oh, reared yeah. its head when he was still the coach of the Lakers. And right. I don't think like the insufficient evidence was that the fact that they couldn't have the, um, the, the woman who was um, brought the allegations to talk. And it's kind of like, she's talked out. She has yeah. said it like she came out and she said it. How many more times do you need her to say it to believe it? Or- but also, too, like, I think there's legal implications for that. Like, I don't think you can necessarily just go and sit in a room and be interviewed about it. If there's if she's going to eventually, like, bring it to court and all this stuff like that's just dumb. Yeah. I so oh they have insufficient evidence now, like. Yeah, that's the that's the latest is they had insufficient evidence. And, you know, people are going to do and and find and dismiss and and make excuses for whatever they how they want the outcome to happen. You know, so in reality, they know that this is happening and they go, well, you know, we're just going to do a little bit of digging just to appease, to say we've done something, and then we're just going to say, well, there was insufficient evidence. So Yeah, because they need him to coach. That's why. Yep. Because you, you, there's still an open case. There's still a case on the docket. So as that continues, they're still going to have to reopen this investigation. They're just, like, not willing to put him on the bench while they wait, I guess. Yeah. Well... I feel, I mean, it's a, it's a terrible, it's a terrible situation. And I guess the Sacramento Kings and the NBA feel that, Hey, you know what? We're, we're done. We were done. 
when we first heard about it. Now we're going to officially say we're, we've waited a long enough time to officially say we're done. So if you uh, we'll put the link in um, in our show notes. But yes, the um, Sports Illustrated has a more of an in-depth on that. But figured since we talked about it a long time ago, we should bring it up again as now the it's kind of closed. Aren't you glad, though? As a Warriors fan and as a Lakers fan, he ain't coaching. He's he's not a coach on our teams right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm all. You can, you I'm, can have him, King. <laughs> I mean, I'm always glad for that, but it's like, wow, this was this happened when he was on one of those teams. Well, I think he was in New Zealand. No, he, it happened with the Warriors. Oh, with the Warriors, when he was an assistant coach. Yeah. yeah, when they were in Panama, like some kind of probably um, down at playing the Lakers. It happened somewhere in a Santa Monica hotel. So. Yeah. Well, I read her account, and it sounds horrifying. So, you know what? No one, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it is disappointing. Another, NBA, disappointing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you guys want to be the NFL? (laughs) Right? You're in the, you're heading in the right direction. Um, Rolling right along with As the NBA Turns, here's another fuckery. With DeMarcus Cousins. What the fuck? Now, come on now. So we're not going to play the the clip of what he said because we don't want to trigger anyone. Because it was trick. I read it and I I mean, I listened to it and I was like, oh man. But he basically, uh, there's an audio clip of him threatening to shoot his ex-girlfriend's baby mama, Christy West, in the head. If he if she wouldn't allow his son to attend his wedding. So I have a lot. I mean, I know that what we read on the Internet, and what we hear and TMZ is the source. So, I mean, right. Right. right, Just let's 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 put a lot of this in context. Let's just, you know, I don't want there's a lot of elements to this. But one thing is. When you plan a wedding, isn't isn't this something that you know in advance? Oh yeah, and you've seen the photos, right? I've seen like yeah. fucking Matt Barnes's videos and IG yeah. stories from that wedding. That wedding was extravagant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This wasn't like a shotgun wedding. No, and I think I know what you're about to talk about because I agree with you. Same sentiment too. Like, yeah, it takes a while to plan. So if you if you already have a date set months in advance. Wouldn't you already have a discussion with your baby mama, your ex-girlfriend, to be like, this is the date. I'd like for my son to be there. Can we make it happen? Happen. Exactly. Karen, you are a single mom. Uh, You share custody with your ex. I would assume that y'all know certain dates. And, you know, you try to, if you were getting married, I would assume that you would let him know the date so that your child could be there. Yeah, exactly. Especially if it wasn't during my custody time, I'd be like, "So, can we make this happen?" Yeah, he he calls. So he calls her on the phone. <laughs> Weekend of day, week of day of something. I heard day of day of. She's at some trampoline park with the son, and he's like, "You need, to, you know, I will you let him come to the wedding?" And she's like, "No," and he's like, "I'm gonna put a bullet." In your head. This motherfucker. Listen. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. I mean, also, too, if he has any kind of custody, uh, you plan your wedding then when you got your kids that isn't with you. Yeah. So that you don't have to deal with stupid shit like this. And you don't say you things ahead like of that. that. And then you just don't say shit like this. Like This, to me... What a <sighs> dummy. Like, he could lose his kid. He could lose any kind yeah. of connection with his kid by saying this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. That's just I mean, dumb shit. And then, I mean, she did record it. So, in my mind, what I think is that she knows how he is. So, she was like, you know what? Oh, I, record I need to record. Exactly. You record, right? Oh, I know how people are. I, so, when I know how people are, I record. That's right. That is correct. You have the receipts. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, I'm tired of this shit. Tired of mm-hmm. these threats. Yes. A bullet in your head. And that yes. also so goes. She knows how to plan. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, and on top of it, it just goes to show you, like, I have all, and you've agreed with me, this guy is problematic. He's a fucking cancer. Yes. He's a bad attitude. This yes. is the type of shit that he'll say he gets, to the mother of his child. Child. He, he's sluggish on the court. He's injured all the goddamn time. Like, why does, and I'm not trying to whatever, you know, we talk shit about who we talk shit about. Right. Dwight Howard, Mello. Right. But, like, you got guys like that and, you know, uh, Lynn Sanity, and they can't be even get in the league, and this guy gets passed around still. Like, Oh, I know. And any time, any time I've said, hey, you know what, how about not, how about you don't pick up Boogie? Someone will turn around and tell me about how his record was or how he's all-star and how this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so is Dwight Howard. So why aren't you giving Dwight Howard a pass? If you're going to give Boogie a pass because of his past record, then you could fucking say the same thing about Dwight Howard because Dwight Howard has had a better record with with all-star and defender of the year and all NBA. So don't have these conflicting ideas like I like this guy is toxic and it is being transferred to his injuries because everybody knows part of of your injury is also mental right Mm -hmm. how you are going to accept and heal from your mental and this guy is there is something wrong in the mind Yes. I, I, I don't mean wired right. No. 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 And there's no excuse. I'm, I'm cool. No excuse. I'm cool off that. That's <sighs> And and apparently the Sorry. the Lakers and the Lakers are processing and investigating, which who gives a fuck? The guy's not even gonna be on your roster. So it's super easy. You just go, you know what? You're fired. You're done. Just drop him. Not like he's done easy. Play. Yeah. Super easy. Don't give me this shit. Seriously. Fuck that. Isn't there something in like a code of conduct that if you do shit like that anyways, you could be let go without any like payment? There has to be. There has to be a fucking code of conduct. I would assume. You know. To be like, you know what? If you act, if you act like a fool and threaten people with, with a bullet to their head. Then yeah, that pretty much automatically puts you on a fired list with no pay. Listen, these guys can fail up. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Luke Walton, Demarcus Cousins, 
mm. bail up. Yeah. They get suspended with pay. They get to sit on the bench with pay because contracts have been written. I, I don't know. You know, what's also sickening is on the comments, they're like, well, she was acting all uh, confrontational. Or why was she acting? Oh, oh you should have read the comments. The comments are making me sick. I can't. Don't do it. I can't. Don't do it. Don't I don't do want, it. okay. No, you guys, we don't want any of our listeners to be triggered. So we, you know, just if you need to fast forward this or, you know, just take a time out. We totally understand. But there is no need for you to to read the comments um, on the social posts because it's it's sickening and maddening and it'll break your heart. And you know what? I wish them all the best. I hope that, that the the child is safe. I hope that yeah. um, he Same. goes to counseling. Uh, you know, I hope that she stays safe. I hope she's not injured because if anything happens mm-hmm. to her right, you're get, right away. I mean, this, right. this is something you don't want to mess around with. So... Yeah, I just and hope your, well your hubby adds on the chat, you know, the NBA doesn't care about domestic violence, and there are many examples of their indifference. Yeah, so you're right. You're right. You are Sad. absolutely correct. But no wow. lies detected. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, so those are the those were the big NBA stars. I did want to do a little bit of the NFL. Because two stories came up. One story in particular came up that had me go down a rabbit hole. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and quite honestly, I don't know anything about the NFL. I don't care about anything in the NFL. Um, it's ne- not my thing. But I found it very interesting over the weekend that this quarterback named Andrew Luck, um, he was from the Indianapolis Colts. Announced his retirement. Okay. I'm glad, yeah. Andrew Luck. And he announced his retirement and he had a press conference where he was very, he got very emotional. And he talked about the pain that he was in and, mm. the, and the constant yeah. rehabbing and never not being in pain. And he said, I knew what I signed up for. Okay. But. He's in obviously injury prone from this is all I, I mean, like I said, I don't know about NFL. I just know what I read on the Internet. <laughs> That's my source is the Internet <laughs> and social media. Yeah. Yep, and it was really nice because a lot of people were like, yeah, dude, like good for you. Retire. Rest your body. Yep, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself mm-hmm. a lot. But there was a majority of people, including Colts fans. I think they booed him like a preseason game. Um, and a lot of people were like being derogatory and calling him, which I hate fucking calling him a pussy, which I fucking hate. Because let me tell you, I have a pussy and it's probably stronger than any dick out there. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's platinum. Baby. It's platinum, baby. I baby so it I create life. So, exactly. And you know you want it too. So I don't know why I'm you. you must know. want Andrew Luck if he a pussy. You must want him. Yeah, exactly. That's so bad. that is not a derogatory term, okay? <laughs> um so you know, so I was just like, wow, like this man is saying this truth and you know, there's he's taking himself out of the potential of ever winning a Super Bowl. Or right. ever competing at the highest level that he was put into, 
you know. Right. Because he doesn't want to be in pain. And yet people weren't having it. The people were not having it. A lot of people were. I mean, let's think about it. NFL fans, middle America ain't that smart. <laughs> probably selfish. Probably some mega motherfuckers up in that. Uh, some fat fucks who sit on a couch and are mad because someone who's an athlete who's been damaging their body for their sport and their career is deciding, let me take care of myself now. And they're like, what the fuck, pussy? And it's like, you know, he's probably, this fat fuck's probably sitting on his couch in his Cheetos and, um, you know, finding leftovers in the in the folds of his skin. So, you know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Ooh, yeah. I got a little. Yeah, you got a little ooh, heated that there. That was really yeah, Hated. <laughs> you got some haterade there. Hey, but let the feelings out. Let the feelings flow. That's what this is about. It's about being real, being true. Well. Yes. Uh, what also happened was that um, this Rob Gronowski, I guess they call him the Gronk. Oh, yeah, Gronk. Gronk. So he actually opened up about his NFL retirement and it really being based on the cycle of pain and rehabbing that was going on with him. So he was like, even though I, right now he said he feels like he's in the best physical condition. He's still not in the best mental condition because of all the right. rehabbing that he's done. So, again, you have these athletes. We talk about this a lot on the pod who are taking control of their body, their career, their narrative at the cost of, you know, maybe the fans hating them at the cost of not being able to compete at the high level at the cost of not winning any more championships because they're tired of the pain and NFL and NBA and WNBA, whatever, whoever, whatever these associations need to find a better way to help these players manage their pain through cannabis Pilates, you know, whatever it's going to take and really give them the days off. Like think about the WNBA, how we talk about how they don't even get a summer because they have to go play internationally, right? Because Mm -hmm. just to get paid, we talk about, uh, we just talk about the Olympic, the FIBA going on right now, where a lot of the star players are like, fuck, I don't want to go and play for, you know, world cup, whatever the fuck this and the basketball that's going on right now Mm -hmm. because I want a summer I want my body to rest I want to be able to recoup you know I don't want to go straight from there to then and then people are like oh well you're like disrespecting the U.S. for not playing for them and it's like you know what (laughs) when the when the U.S. yeah exactly when the U.S. stops disrespecting some of these players maybe then we can have come to the table with a conversation but for now I think these players are in the right and especially when you think about NFL and how these guys are beating them and I believe this Andrew Luck guy is a fucking quarterback so I mean I like like I said I don't know football but I do know that a quarterback is supposed to be protected they don't really get in like too much of the collision often Uh, but it was enough for this guy to be like I am constantly in pain and it might not just be his whole body. There could be parts. If he's mm-hmm. a quarterback, that arm and those shoulders get a lot of wear and tear. And, like, I was just thinking about, like, our friend Todd, right? We were talking about, like, mm-hmm. our old little bodies. And he was talking about how he had to get his rotator cuff 
mm. surgery from playing volleyball. And, you know, we didn't, we didn't play collegiate. Mm. This is like, I, I played sports in middle school, high school, mm. and I did a little bit post-college and, you know, maybe Todd did college, but just us doing that and having those injuries yeah. that are still with us today, I can't imagine someone that's in pro sport mm-hmm. who has probably been in sports all their life and the constant pain that they're feeling in comparison at a job they have to constantly be physical at. And like you said, where are the breaks? Like, yes, mm-hmm. a few NFL teams get a few bye weeks, but like, you know, I feel like, you know, you can maybe split these salaries and have just way more players and switch them out. Yeah. And not always have to be the, you know, Andrew Luck doesn't always have to be the quarterback for every yeah. weekly game. Right. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of things, but yeah, like, yeah, I kudos to these guys because, you know, NFL's rough, period. There's a lot of contact, yeah. just like hockey. And like you said, I think them making the decision that, you know, I have enough. I have mm. enough money. Yeah. And I want to live the rest of my life, a nice, simple life and recover. Why not? And then we have these selfish fans who are just like, you're only good for your body and yeah. entertaining us and winning us championships. Fuck you. Yep. Exactly. Oh, I can't. I can't get behind that. That's some trash. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. You know, so I, good for you, Andrew. Luck. I wish you luck. Um, and also the Gronk. The Gronk. Nice for yeah, him. Yeah, he's the he's the one who does the Tide Pod commercials to tell kids not to eat Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy that that has you wear the fucking sketcher? Is that Tony Romo? Oh, that's probably. Oh shit! I think it's Tony Let's Romo who does the sketcher shoe, which is like the fucking ugliest sketcher shoe out there. It's like a Ever. dad duck shoe. Um, but oh, so Gronk does PSAs yes. to not eat Tide pods. You're right. So Tony Romo for sketchers, but also Howie Long did some sketcher stuff. Oh. Yeah. There you go. That's right. He did do some sketcher <laughs> shit. Well, oh good for God, them. Good for them. And I I hope that this opens up more conversation for um, you know, all the players and pain management. I know we're talking about mental health as well, but it's nice to see that you think about not just the mental but also the the physical. And good for him change up the narrative we are i I think we're ready to get sweaty and petty i only have like one i I haven't i I haven't had dinner yet so i'm ready for some meat what you what you (laughs) thinking you're gonna serve me today liz i might serve you up some kobe beef I think that's what we're serving up in Sweaty and Petty. We're going to serve up some Kobe beef. That's what's happening. Oh, man. So, Kobe is back on the hot seat. Um, Let's see. What, days after his birthday? Yeah. that's. Oh, that's right. He just had a birthday. What did he turn? I Honestly, I paid no attention. Oh, he's 41. He's, He's a young thing. Oh, he's pretty, well, not that young, but yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> Compared to us, yeah. So he... He's between our age. <laughs> yeah, he's between our age. So he was just interviewed, 
at this, I don't know what this conference or whatever, this man named um, Patrick Bet David. It was an interview with him on a stage. Um, this man, Patrick, wore a tuxedo. It's from what I'm seeing from this photo here. And yeah. uh, Kobe had one of those like head microphones, kind of like Britney Spears yeah. wears when she's out there shaking her butt in Vegas and on the videos, the VMAs. And, you know, Kobe's being Kobe, but one of the things that he did mention was Shaq. You know, because I believe the uh, the interviewer asked him, what does he think about Shaq? And he said, well, you know, he could have been the greatest of all time if he had my work ethic, essentially. He's like, he's Oof. he's lazy. And then, of course, then Shaq responded with, um, you know, because Kobe also mentioned that they could have won. He could have gotten 12 rings if. Shaq. If he was in the gym. Exactly. <laughs> he was in the gym. And, you know, um, Shaq responded with, you would have had uh, 12 if you passed the ball more, and especially in the finals against the Pistons. And then also said, you don't get statues by not working hard. And then eventually Ooh. he threw Dwight. Didn't Shaq throw Dwight Howard under the bus? Also in yes, another so tweet. So it was uh, Kobe then tweeted, because that was on Insta. Then Kobe tweeted, there is no beef with Shaq. I know most Mm. media want to see it, but it ain't going to happen. Ain't nothing but love there, and we too old for beef anyway. Mm. Hashtag 3P. And then Shaq responds, it's all good, bro. When I saw the interview, I thought you were talking about Dwight, D-W-I-T-E. Is that how you spell his name? LOL. And then Kobe responded back with the, like, face slap emoji and the dead skull. This guy was like, bruh. <laughs> okay, so ah. these two fucking hags just need to stop with this bullshit nonsense. Because then Kobe's just like, oh, it's nothing I haven't said to him in his face. I see him all the time and tell him yeah. he's a lazy ass. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. uh, you know what? I, I don't care. I don't care. Fucking just the past. And on top of it, why those fucking just let it fucking go. Just well, let why it Kobe go. Even bringing it up, like, bro, you're done. You're because Kobe thinks he can thing. say. You're living in your riches. Obviously, Kobe thinks he can say whatever he wants because he has been allowed to do whatever he's wanted and has gotten away bro. with a lot of offenses. And we know this. We know this. Know this. Okay, he has a record of this. And so that's right. I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but we know, okay, what went down. And he's always thrown Shaq under the bus. And quite frankly, I think it's starting to sound like Kobe is jealous of Shaq, of the way that Shaq is like, yeah, it's like. Shaq wants to do with Shaq is out here fucking DJing in like yes. some in, in international Europe. waters in Europe, right? He's headbanging at some like metal concert in yes. Amsterdam or whatever. He's in Vegas doing DJ. He's selling that Sergeant General's uh, insurance on TV. He does the Shoals <laughs> shoe in Seoul. He just bought a Papa John's in like Crenshaw. You know. He does whatever he wants to do, 
And he's making money. He's still relevant. Yeah. You know, there's a whole shack in a full segment. You know what I mean? Like. Exactly. And Kobe's just Kobe. Kobe's just in pack talk. What's Kobe doing today besides sitting in weird conferences with a dude in a full tuck? <laughs> a conference that no one knew about or heard about. He's sitting in a he's sitting in a conference room with somebody with a tux on, <laughs> and he's on a conference call. And yeah, they, I mean, they couldn't afford a, a legit lavalier mic that could be hidden. Like it had to be right, you know, like a sperm <laughs> right by his mouth. Like, well, he I did. Can't. He did do that uh, Oscar winning cartoon, which oh, I don't remember. Animation, yeah, or animation whatever. or whatever. Yeah. He's, tr- I guess, trying to get more into like production. Um, so I'm sure he's, he's fine. He's doing his thing. But I think the difference here is that we're talking about a guy like Shaq, who's just like unashamed and unabashed. And it's just like, life is life. Fucking, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And then you get Kobe, who's very calculated and very like, you know, structured and has all these fucking rules about how he has to be. And I could see someone like him being jealous of someone like Shaq because, you know, they, he want, he wants to have a bit of that freedom, a bit of that like taste of, he's always been so wound up, you know? Because he's a fucking Leo Virgo cuss. I oh mean, my that makes God. so much fucking sense. <sighs> yeah, you're right. So much it's it's all it's like he wants attention but he wants to be pragmatic so it's like it's a little bit of you know the fight in between him himself is what he sees with right like pick one bitch yeah it's like and i don't know i just think that there are they are two biddies now that don't let go of some of this shit and when they were going back and forth on twitter i mean that's just (laughs) <laughs> or on Instagram. Also, how has Instagram now become where you do have a beef? Where you go and like in the comments on Instagram. That's just, that's like I know. next when level that, petty. When did that happen? That's next level petty. But. Oh my God. When did that happen? I, I don't, you know, whatever. They're both great. They both did a three P. I'm sorry that you didn't win 12 championships. You wouldn't have yeah, anyways. Like- I don't agree that they would have won 12 championships as is anyways. I mean, whatever. But yeah, so they had the a little beef, a little stink. And of course, the media ran with it. And then they dragged Dwight Howard into it. And it's just like, okay, you guys, build a bridge and get over it. This is getting just awkward. This is awkward. I mean, it's yeah, it's like... Five out of twelve championships. That's still that that's less than half. Why would you even think that you could win all twelve? Well, that's Mamba mentality, uh, Karen. Illusions of grandeur. More <laughs> Mamba, like that's Mamba mentality. Okay. Gross. If you if you had Kobe's <laughs> worth <laughs> work ethic, you... he's never been in my goat conversation. Let's let's. Oh, never been in my saucy. goat conversation. That's a hot take from Karen. Yeah, hot take. Never been in goat conversation <laughs> from my mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, so these guys, they just, uh, I thought it was funny. And then I'm like, Ugh, I roll. 
let's let's move on. Yep. I thought it was more hilarious that he was at that conference with a man in a, a tuxedo. <laughs> but you know what? I'm sure, like, I hate it, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, wow, you guys are slandering this event that was, you know, my life. Uh, you know, people that oh, were there yeah, were like, probably it like. me achieve my entrepreneurial. Yeah, dream. exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's people that bought the tickets and were in the front row or their boss bought them tickets. And they're like, this is like life. And I'm going to learn all there is to be the best that I can be from this one-on-one with Kobe. So, you know, good for them. But I don't. I'm just like, okay, like, cool. 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 You get to hear him talk about Shaq beef. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what else. Let's move on. Um, I'm full. I'm full of men's bullshit. Let's get to some. <sighs> let's get to something better. <laughs> uh, you don't have anything else on sweaty and petty? I mean, that's pretty much that was the biggest thing for me this week. Oh, also the um, the Australian team beat the U.S. team in the FIBA. And people were all oh. like getting crazy on about that. Yeah. Well, they can't win well, everything. I mean, Why do they expect them to win every fucking game? And also, it was like we had the Celtics team against Australia. So, I right? Mean, <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? Seriously, I mean, come on now. Okay. Come on. Um. Let's see. What else? Are we, anything else for this sweaty and petty? Are we ready to no. roll? You're done. You're done. Ready to roll. You're done. Oh, let's see. Wait, let me check the chat. Anonymous Knicks fan. Knicks would have won 12 rings if they had Shaq. Okay. Okay. Then Keith. Hey, Keith. Uh, They need to just play one-on-one and get it over with. Thank you. Yes. However, Keith is like Kobe Zeltz of Shaq. That's blasphemy. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? He doesn't. He thinks it's ludicrous of us to say that Kobe's jealous of Shaq. <gasps> really? I mean, I don't think like I think that he is personality-wise. Yes, this isn't a beauty contest. Yeah, no. Of course, yes, Kobe. But in other things, I think he's jealous. Yes, I think so too. Because when you like when you have someone that is free, right? Yes, just, just and don't go give off. A fuck. They just fucking give go no off. Fuck. They don't give, they give zero fucks. When someone is so structured and someone is just like so like calculated, it it gets them crazy to see someone who is so all over the place and, and is excels. You know, it's like, it's like someone who's like, oh, well, the only way to excel is if you do it my way, but you don't do it their way. And yet they're still great. It, it angers, it, it like, it, it's. It, it's like a something that goes in your mind and makes it like makes you angry because I mean Kobe has no problem slandering Shaq and that's his friend and then he's like no 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 don't worry yeah. there's no beef that's how we talk no. and it's like well I don't want to be your fucking friend if that's what you're gonna say whenever you're at a public event you're gonna fucking call me out then we can't be friends anymore I don't want to be friends with someone who's constantly ca- calling me out at a uh, public events I'm sorry. So, I, yeah. I mean, I, the only reason I can see is because of jealousy. Yeah, exactly. But That's I like I, I like the it. idea of them playing one-on-one, although I, Shaq. What? So they could, <laughs> well, Big Three's over, but if they want to do next 
Maybe they could do next season's big three. Maybe they could do arm wrestling or something because I don't know on the court like or maybe I was gonna say free throw competition, but no, <laughs> no, not with that. Just, they need to meet on Venice Beach and just go for it. You know what? They should have like a um, what do they do when they have a rap battle? That's what they should do. They should have a rap battle because battle. both of those motherfuckers had record deals or some something. Yes, I love it. I kind of like the rap battle. Maybe okay. maybe they can come to our showcase and open it up. Thank with you. A rap battle. I think Shaq <laughs> and Kobe, you are being invited to the Good News Radio showcase September fourteenth. To air your grievances in a rap battle, extraordinary. Yes, and you'll be you'll be judged like by it. the 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 crowd. It'll be a crowd like judgment, it. and I, I yes. mean I think that's fair. I think that's I think fair. So too. Like a talent competition. Ooh, <laughs> and a bathing suit competition. Let's do this. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know if I want to see Shaq in a bin suit, but or maybe Speedos, I don't know. Curious. Speedos only. I'm curious. <laughs> I'll be curious. Um, but yes, that's actually that would be a good way to settle it. I like that. All right, we are ready to get social. A lot of things happening on the social that is actually very positive. Very like. A whole mood, I think. So yes. Monday, was it Monday, August 26th, was Women's yes. Equality Day. So Yeah, baby. This was celebrated all through social, Women's Equality Day. It was actually founded in 1971 to commemorate the ratifying of the 19th Amendment that gave women the right to vote. Oh, we're so lucky. It didn't take that much time at all <laughs> to let us have a vote. Wow. 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 Um, this happened in 1920, and it was actually signed, although it was voted on in Congress in, on the 18th of August, it was actually ratified into the Constitution on August 26th. And so that's why August 26th is the official Women's Equality Day. So that's why, even though it was on the 18th, they still have to ratify it. I read up on this. I went down like a rabbit hole situation with this, and... Found, found out those tidbits about women's equality. Day. But just, just Tell for me. clarification, Tell that me. that specific amendment was just, that wasn't an inclusive women, right? I'm sure like, it was just white that women. Was just white women. Of course. Because I don't think black women at the time were considered human. I think they were still considered property. Right. And then for, for the rest of us. Well, yeah. I mean, we weren't even considered. Not, <laughs> we weren't even a blip. In history. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, we were we were like savages. Um, well, at least my people's was over in the in the West Coast, you know. Savage, yeah, savages. Eating, mine were eating coconuts, you know. Yeah, exactly. Saying, on so, the island. Yeah, we were not even considered any anything, I believe. But eventually they had to, so we got to vote. Um, and so there was a lot of great posts going out for Women's Equality Day all on the Instagram. I did one because I have, um, you know, a side hustle initiatives going on that I'm not at liberty yeah. to discuss, but I will say that I've, I'm having the opportunity to do a lot of really cool work and I, I can't wait to share more of that and 
get it launched and Karen knows it. Karen knows what I'm doing, but we can't say anything right now. It's still very much in the works. But I got to spend Women's Equality Day doing something that is very female. The future is female and uh, it was it was really empowering and I'm super excited for that. How did you spend Women's Equality Day? Do you do anything empowering or empower other people or or felt empowered? Go to work. <laughs> Go to work, have people mansplain to me things, Um, you know, not have my voice heard in meetings, not leaning in, you know, that kind of stuff. Wow. Did you tell them it was Women's Equality Day and then you should at least have that one day to be heard? No. No, hell no. No one would hear me. (laughs) Well, what what else happened on that day? What else do you have? Oh, yeah, the, that day. Well, first, all, I just mm. want to address anonymous Knicks fan. Mm. He wants us to talk about Pete Davidson's love life, and I and then he rescinded and said not really. And I was like, I don't know. I don't. How um, how does Pete Davidson's love life segue from Women's Equality Day? I mean, you mean the fact that women can equally make the stupid decision of dating Pete Davidson? I mean, yeah, sure. We all have one vote. One vote. One vote. One vote. And it would not be for Pete Davidson, but thank you for rescinding that. Moving on, you were saying that... Yes. Uh, so on Monday was the VMAs. Hmm. I usually don't, you know... I, I read that I was like the third lowest rated one again in the last three years. The ratings have been down and mm. yada, yada. However, I do want to say there mm. was a lot of social buzz. Mm. There were a lot of great videos out. Mm. And I think there was a lot of winning women that day. Oh, nice. Um, the few I'd like to note is uh, definitely Megan Thee Stallion. She got to open pre-show. Nice. Won an award. Um, another one for sure was Lizzo killed it with a truth hurts medley, just wonderful fucking show performance. Mm. You could, people were lit Mm. and then queen legend, Missy Elliott Mm. just did an amazing, you know, she had her first song, throw it back. Mm. And then she actually threw it back with some of her greatest hits. She just had this amazing show where for, I can't stand the rain. She had her original, like that black, big trash cans too and she was floating everywhere and her costume changes were so quick Okay, that's all we can play legally, but <laughs> but I, in addition to an amazing fucking performance, mm. you know, she won the Vanguard Award that night. So long so overdue a lot of for me. A lot of long overdue, in my opinion. Yeah. Have you? Yes, agreed. Have you listened to her EP with "Throw It Back"? No, but I just, no, just throw it back. I haven't heard like. Oh my god! It, it it's fantastic. I I. It, I th- I believe it was um, they put it out uh, the midnight at midnight of the Vanguard of the MTV Music Awards. So you got to hear um, uh, 
you know, pick it up and listen to it. It's actually really, really good. It goes back to like her style, you know what I mean? Like her whole. Oh yeah. Style. Even the video, the original the music video for that is like just bring it back. You know, remember when Mace and uh, Little Ugh. Kim had their music video? And everyone wore one color, and then the next another color. So she had that yeah. happening. You know, yeah. it was just like dance groups. It, it, there's so much nostalgia, but I feel like. She was so ahead of her time that our nostalgia of her style is what's cracking now. Right. Yeah. And then some, like even just the outfits, the changes, she is just such, she is, she is a vanguard. She is. She is. Just. Yeah. She absolutely embraces. She definitely embraces that. And she's changed how the culture has visually changed with video. The looks, yeah. the fashion, the yeah. the forward. Right. I remember Agreed. all that, all of that music just being, woo! It was just on when you heard some of her songs come on, and the videos, man, right. videos were so cool. That was so cool. The videos, seeing her, you always, it was always that thing where they would do the uh, making of the video. You know, yes, and <laughs> they would do the whole making of the video and then they would do the um, the video premiere and it was usually on TRL. They'd premiere right. it. Uh, if you were lucky, you have the guest there. But if not, then you would, you know, definitely um, have have, you know, Carson Daly was who I who would yes. do the pre- video premiere. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think she's. I think she's amazing. See, we'll have a little bit of her. This, just this beat, yo. What? What? This is a Missy Elliott exclusive. It's so yeah. good. Walk, walk, mm-hmm. walk up in the thing. I be on my game. If it's competition, I put them to shame. Sorry, you'll have to hear the rest of it because that's all we oh, can man. legally I gotta, play. <laughs> I gotta play that in my car. And... It's good. Ah! It's good. It's good. Long overdue. Long overdue. It is. It is. It is. And I remember having a conversation with some homegirls when we were playing some old, some jams, maybe a year or so ago. And just kind of like, there was a time too, even not just like music, but in hip hop where there were so many female artists, MCs and rappers. And then just kind of how we were lacking that or Mm. record labels weren't picking up on women because there's a ton of them. They just weren't amplifying them and making them big stars and putting money behind them. Just how we talked about how, you know, the league's not putting money behind the WNBA. And I feel like with Missy sort of coming back, you know, Lizzo does a mix of singing and rapping, Megan Thee Stallion and some other women. Um, Nikki's still on the scene. Like, I feel like maybe there's going to be another resurgence of like these female MCs, you know, just dominating the industry again. But we'll see. Well, she's already, she's always like produce stuff too. So that's always good. You know, she's behind the scenes, but I do agree. I'd love to hear more. Like it's only four songs and I think she does. um, She only does. uh, What is it? um, Four. Well, she does a repeat of one of the songs on the EP, but I would recommend pick listening to that because it will take you back. It's no joke. Yeah, it'll okay. definitely it'll definitely take you back to like that whole thing. 
to that. I'll, I'll do that. Oh, were you about to play something? I, I am. I'm waiting. I'm waiting because I, this is another one. But you know, how, you know how it goes. We always got to wait like a little bit on here to make sure that the timing is right. But let me see if you recognize this one. I can only play a little bit. But what about this? Let's see. Get it going. What? It's Normani. <laughs> oh, yes. Normani with that basketball video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Check that out. You know why? Because let me tell you, she's doing, hers is another throwback. She's doing, yes, another, that video is another throwback. Airbrush yes. little outfit, right? Yeah. Airbrush at Good yep. America. Yeah. That's another throwback going on there. And she's, she's ready to blow too she's definitely ready to pop because yeah. she did that sa- yes. that song with sam smith too uh, oh, dancing with a stranger one. oh what you made me do mm-hmm. oh yeah i don't know all the lyrics but yeah i was just listening to my car and it, it's it's a bop it's a bop it's a such a bop so she's she's gonna i love her whole retro thing going on check out that video normani motivation she did that on i believe she performed that uh on the vmas also so, oh, oh, I gotta look for that video. Definitely very powerful women in the VMAs this past. And to your point, Karen, I hope that we see a resurgence because there really has not been a pop. There hasn't been pop nope. singers out there. And I think nope. Normani is definitely going to be paving the way. You're going to be hearing that, I think, a lot. Um, you know, and WNBA playoffs will be bopping that on the floor, dancing Ooh, to it. Because you know what yes. they love playing at the the Sparks games is Beyonce's um, "Before I Let Go," her version of "Before I Let Go." Oh my god! Oh my god! They love, love playing that. I love it too because the, the whole crowd like knows all the words. I mean, I know it's a it's a older song, but phew, it gets people going, going. Before I let go. Oh yeah, it gets people going. <laughs> it gets them going. So that's great. Is there anything else in social? I think we're, did we? I mean, there's always something on social, but I just was telling. <laughs> and these were the things that top of my mind. Uh, yeah, those were, I, I thought um, so far it hasn't been terrible besides just the fucking NBA. Guys, the summer is just melting their brain. <laughs> right? Like, oh, my God. The, the devil comes out when people are bored. I don't know. Idle hands or something. Fuckers, just calm down. Just, ay, ay, ay. They're in crisis here. I mean, <laughs> unless they're working out and getting ready for the, you know, next season, they're out here. Just take the the social, get you know, out of their hands for a little bit. For um, sure. Oh, I mean, there's a big, another win. Lisa Leslie won Coach of the Year oh, yeah. honors for Big Three. I did see that. After she, yeah, after she led the triplets to their Saturday's title game. Yeah, so that's I did nice. see that's that. That's another fun win. That is a great win. Man. Your new profile pick in honor of Women's Equality Day, I think that's a major win. Oh, that's a major Very win. Hot. Very beautiful. Right? That I'm going to win t-shirt's actually an homage to one that was worn by Diana Ross, during one of her um, photo shoots where she's playing tennis. It's a whole black and white shoot. And it was, um, uh, they recreated the t-shirt, Phenomenally Women, I believe is the name of the company. So check them out in the Instagram. I love that shirt. I wore it during the shoot that I was on uh, about this 
project that I'm working on to empower women. So be on the lookout and get those t-shirts because they're awesome. Love it. And I've got one too because Liz got me one. I did. <laughs> women supporting women. Always. I love it. Um, Ooh. What else? Tell me. Talk to uh, me. Yeah. So Barack, one of my favorite mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. with summer winding down, him and Michelle have created a summer playlist as well. That's right. And you know it <laughs> stops at four, at 44. So no 45 oh on that. That's some smooth shade. <laughs> Smooth shade. He is that so much smooth shade going on. That I saw that and I was like, mm, that I like that shade. That's that is definitely low key, low key shade. Oh, did you see that picture of um that the G seven summit of the whatever dump and his wife and his wife like pretty much wanting to make out with um with the what is it the Canadian prime minister. Oh, Justin Trudeau. Justin, whatever his Thoreau. Trudeau. Dude, that's not even. Trudeau. That is, that's a great picture, by the way. Check that out on social. I that also, was making I the rounds. I think I've seen memes about it, but I didn't know if it was, I didn't know it was from like a G7 summit. Yeah, so it was I the was, one that he's at right love. now. Like, she's like in love. I mean, as we all are, he's quite a Come handsome on. man. And look what she fucking married oh my God. for money. You know, sometimes I think and about that, and I was just like, what? You know, I wonder if she ever goes, what did I do? Like, how? Like, what a mistake. That's in her face every day. She probably just wanted to be. Yeah, she probably just wanted to be like, okay, I, I secured the bag, right? I had the baby. So that's definitely. Citizenship, right? Yeah, green card, and now I'm just gonna sit back on Park Avenue and fucking live my best life, and I'll never have to talk, look at this person, talk to touch this person ever again. And then this shit happens where she has to like she's forced to go to him with him to these public political things, and God, I feel so bad for her. Her whole body language is just trapped. <laughs> I know, but hey, if she likes money so much, then she can't complain. Yeah, man, what a life, poor, poor woman. What a sucky life. Definitely. Yeah, I don't want it. She can keep. Do that. not want. That is for sure. But that was making rounds in social. Um, yeah, Karen, I think I think we're all we're all up to date with everything now. I think we're we're heading out. We are. We're heading out. I know. We're getting it. We're getting it. Um, We are going to be talking about fantasy basketball sooner than later, guys. So remember that. We're probably going to have a public league for the Hoops Talk. And then I'll have my league um, that I have with my close friends. Um, Some people I'm cutting off of the league. Just going to let you know now, Karen. You know, those that... No, not you, but those that are like never change their lineups and fuck everything oh, for yeah. everybody else. I'm sorry. You're out. You're out. Bye. You didn't pay attention. Out. I don't need Bye. that. I don't need them like auto drafting and getting like the best fucking players. Okay. Nah, not going to happen this season. So I will be scrubbing the fantasy, the not, not the NBA fantasy basketball league. And we'll be starting the Hoops Talk Fantasy League. So look out for yes. that. Um, as always, we don't have any timeouts because I think we're just like, I mean, personally, I'd say timeout. The episode was a timeout. The whole, I mean, guys, NBA needs a fucking timeout or ti- 
something. Guys, get your shit together. Um, of, as always, um, thanks for listening. And make sure you subscribe to and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we're also on Google Play. Karen wants to make sure you all remember we're on Google Play. SEO baby. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Hoops Talking. Get information at thehoopstalk.com. Email us at info at thehoopstalk.com. And uh, this September 14th is the Good News Radio Showcase. Don't forget to buy your tickets. Uh, I believe they're $10 each or two for two for 15 and they will be available until sold out. I am told that we're not going to do panel style. They were going to do some kind of wild and out or something like that, something of that nature. So we'll see what happens there, but I'm excited for um, our first showcase and all the good stuff that's going to happen that day. Um, yeah. Let's see also, what else. Also, the Wednesday before, I'll be live. In oh the yeah, Karen you. and Karen will be live on the stu- live in the studio on September 11th for that show for that week. So, oh my god, so exciting! All right, as always, Karen. Um, as the summer is ending, we still, you know what? We still, how do we still got to keep it? We got to keep it sweaty. sweaty.